Okay, it is Sunday. It's 11 December. I'm Charlie Garrett, and this is the CG Prophecy Report. Have you considered euthanasia? That and a lot of other things to go over on today's report. Yes. Okay, we've got um, some visitors here. Now, the first ones I'll mention are John and Diane Mickinson. They've been here before, and uh, he was out at the projects with us yesterday, walking around and uh, praying with people. I don't know if you noticed, I wasn't really with it. I had a really miserable headache. I, a terrible day yesterday. The stress went away um, uh, about four in the afternoon, and the headache just disappeared. And I was so thankful for that because uh, I just, the past couple days since. Uh, three or four days. I just was miserable. And uh, so I hope I wasn't too much of a blob out there. But anyway, I appreciate you coming out to the projects. And then we also have Barry and Michelle Felt. And they've come all the way from my mom's home state of Minnesota. And uh, they're down here and uh, she's wearing a jacket. That shows you how cold it is. I'm telling you what, Sarasota, Florida, um, Diane was saying that uh, it is cold. It is cold in Florida. When it's what, 65, 70 That's degrees, right. something out? We've got humidity and it makes it feel much colder. So people come down from up north when it's, you know, getting to real cold and they're like, this is way worse than what we just left and it's 22 <laughs> degrees up there. Why is that? It's because we have something called humidity and it's mixed in with the cold and people don't realize how cold Florida actually gets. Um, so there you go with that. And like a dummy, I went out to feed my birds on the dock this morning and I only wore a, a you know, a white t-shirt. I was freezing waiting for those birds to show up. I'm like, they couldn't have come quick enough. But anyway, welcome to cold Sarasota, Florida. It's wonderful to have all of you here and thank you for making this effort. All right. We got some news now from Israel, from the times of Israel. Gantz rips far right party for calling Egyptians Killed in 1967 war, enemy soldiers. Now, what do you think they were? What was the, what was the Japanese in World War II? It doesn't matter what they are now. What were they in World War II? Injured allies. It, it, the left makes no sense. Yeah, injured allies. That's right. The left makes absolutely no sense in Israel, in the U.S., in the U.K. It doesn't matter where you are on this planet. The left does not make sense. Gantz condemned a statement by the far-right Noam Party that called Egyptian troops who fought Israel in the 1967 Six-Day War soldiers of the enemy, arguing that it amounts to calling today's Egypt an enemy state. I don't know anybody that would come to that conclusion except a liberal. Noam's statement on Wednesday came after the Khan public broadcaster reported that Israel is weighing the idea of putting up a monument commemorating Egyptian commando forces killed during the war, in which Syria and Jordan also fought against the Jewish state. Now, they're wanting to put this up in Israel, honoring the people that were killing Israelis. This is typical lefties, okay? The ultra-conservative party set to head a body in charge of Israel's Jewish identity in the presumed upcoming government said it is delusional as an idea to erect a monument in memory of soldiers of the enemy who tried to destroy us. Gantz called Noam's statement an attempt to paint Egypt as an enemy, highlighting the importance of the peace deal signed in 1979 to regional stability and the fight against terror in Sinai and Gaza. The soldiers were killed 
in a battle with IDF forces. What does that tell you? They were probably not on the same side, okay? <laughs> Israeli authorities subsequently buried the bodies in a 20-meter grave at Kibbutz Nashon. Now, that would be like saying Hitler is no longer our enemy. Exactly. It, it, they make no sense. So I thought I'd let you see it goes on in Israel as well as here. I, Jerusalem Post. UN to mark Nakba Day. Now, this is one of the things that really infuriates me. It's fine that the UN marks this and that, but to do you know what Nakba Day is? It's the day of disaster. It's the day that Israel became a nation. They're a member of the United Nations, okay? Palestine is not a member of the United Nations, and the UN is commemorating Nakba Day. The UNGA, this is once again the liberal attitude. The UNGA voted in the afternoon in favor of holding a commemorative event in honor of the 75th Nakba Day, the Palestinian name for Israel's establishment, which translates to catastrophe. The vote was 90 to 30 with 47 abstentions. The U.S., Canada, Australia, and the U.K. were among those who opposed the move. Most of the European Union also rejected the motion save for Cyprus, which supported the measure. Ambassador to the UN, Gilad Erdan, tweeted that the UN, in passing such an extreme and baseless resolution, the UN is only helping to perpetuate the conflict. In UNGA plenum debate prior to the vote, Erdan called for the UN to stop ignoring the Jewish Nakba, referring to the 750,000 Jews expelled from Arab and Muslim countries in the aftermath of Israel's establishment. What would you say if the international community celebrated the establishment of your country as a disaster? What a disgrace, Erdogan said. Erdogan showed the General Assembly a front page of the New York Times from May 16, 1948, with a top headline stating, Jews in grave danger in all Muslim lands. The ambassador described the history of that period in which the UN voted on November 29, 1947, in favor of partition of the British mandate into Jewish and Arab states, which the Jews accepted and the Arabs did not, opting instead to declare war on the fledgling state of Israel the following year. The UN is the one that set this whole thing up based on the Balfour Declaration. Yeah. And now they're celebrating Nakba Day. They, the Jewish communities in the Middle East and North Africa did not revolt against the international community's decision, Erdogan said. They did not try to annihilate another people. Their only crime was being Jewish. This is the true Nakba. This is the disaster carried out against the Jewish people, and this is the disaster that this body has ignored for decades. Okay, Times of Israel. Amid troop violence toward civilians, Army warns of repercussions for immoral acts. Now, the only reason why I'm including this is because I have mentioned this in the past update, is that when Israel does something wrong, one of their soldiers, and it doesn't matter if it's against their own people or if it's against their enemy, they get court-martialed. They get jailed. Nobody else does this. When one of those people on the other side kills a Jew, they're a martyr or they're a hero or they get a free house. A senior military commander warned Israeli troops they would face repercussions for immoral acts after several troops physically assaulted and 
taunted activists in Hebron. That was their own Jewish people, okay? And after a number of soldiers were arrested overnight on suspicion of hurling an explosive device at a Palestinian home. So it doesn't matter if you're doing it against your own people or if you're doing it against the people that don't like you. You are going to be in trouble. Troops who do not behave morally, as expected of them, will not carry out operational activity until the end of the investigation of the incident. Brigadier General Nadav Lotan, who heads the 162nd Division, wrote in a missive to officers. The division oversees a number of combat brigades, including the Givati Infantry Brigade, whose soldiers were involved in the Hebron incident. Lotan instructed all commanders to hold talks with their soldiers to make plain what is permitted and what is prohibited and to clarify what is expected of a soldier in the mission of protecting the citizens of the state of Israel. In the letter, Lotan cited a video in which a soldier tackled a left-wing activist and punched him in the face in Hebron, as well as a separate clip from the scene of another soldier confronting an activist and boasting about a new reality under far-right-wing lawmaker Itamar Ben-Gavir, who is slated to become the next police minister. Now, if I remember right, there were police that beat a woman to death on the steps of the Capitol building January 6th of 2021. They beat her to death. They have it on film. And nothing has been done to those people. And Israel, when they take one of their own citizens and do something, I've seen cops in America that are in jail right now for doing something to a guy named George Floyd. Okay? The left doesn't seem to care about it when it's the other foot, though. Anyway, on Monday morning, three soldiers were arrested for allegedly throwing an IED at a Palestinian home near Bethlehem overnight. There were no reports of injury or damage. So there you go. This is the state of the world in which we live. We have some news concerning Christianity. My friend Chuck, I won't give his last name because I don't have permission for this, but uh, I've known him for years and years. He's a wonderful guy. He said, after two and a half years, I have listened to all the sermons and am getting ready to start the Bible classes. I read the Bible almost every day. I was listening to this. He capitalized almost. That's why I said that. He's letting me know that some days he misses. You know, I was thinking about when I, I never fail to read the Bible first thing in the morning and last thing at night, except when people come to visit, because when they do, they get our bedroom, okay? And so I end up not having the Bible available uh, that I want in the place I want, and I always forget to take it out there. And so sometimes I don't read the Bible, and then I go to bed not feeling right, okay? But I would suggest that you not watch more than a couple of prophecy updates a week, okay? And then you watch sermons that will be based on the Word of God, and that you will read your Bible every morning and every night and think on it all day long. And if you've got a car, which most people do, you can play a Bible as you're driving, okay? It's a wonderful thing. Get the Word of God into your mind, okay? He said, I was listening to the sermons in my car as I drove to and from work and trips and was reading the Bible in the evening. So hats off to my friend Chuck for that. Wonderful stuff. Okay, from uh, LifeSite, Pope Francis just said he won't comment on unborn children as persons. In an interview with America Magazine, Pope Francis upheld the humanity of our unborn brothers and sisters, but refused to say that they were, well, people. Now, this is because of the definition of person in America. 
But if they are brothers and sisters in the womb, then what does that mean? We're related to animals or something? Chipmunks? I mean, the guy is insane. Therefore, there is a living human being, he said, of the month-old fetus. I do not say a person because this is debated, but a living human being. But in the United States of America, the personhood of the unborn child is a big deal. A whole movement called personhood rose up to demand for the right to life of unborn children being protected in the law. There is a legal significance to being recognized as a person. The 14th Amendment of the Constitution of the United States states, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. That is a wicked human being. That's not just a bad person. He is a wicked human being. But he's not a person, is he? <laughs> Gateway pundit. Yeah, brain transplant. Gateway pundit. Woke pastor says, Spirit of God. Now, this is before the election, but I wanted to read it to you so you know what the left can get away with in a church. Woke pastor says, Spirit of God will arrest people who do not vote for Democrat Senator Raphael Warnock. Senator Warnock would later take the stage and say voting is a type of prayer. I would like to refer him to Proverbs 28, verse 9. Go read it. Breitbart, French priest sanctioned for saying abortion has more victims than World War I. He's in trouble for telling the truth. Following the controversy generated by the priest's remarks, the Diocese of Saint-Dix-des-Vosges, I'm trying to speak French here, <laughs> issued a press release condemning the instrumentalization of the commemoration of the dead of the First World War for the benefit of other subjects of an ethical and political nature. November 11th is for all a day of remembrance and for us Christians an occasion of prayer for the dead of wars. Well, I don't believe in praying for the dead, okay? The dead are dead and they have had their choice, okay? You pray for the families of the dead, you pray for the soldiers that are defending your nation, whatever. But we'll go on. And for peace in the world. In punishment for his offense, Father Schneider, who oversees 17 parishes in northeastern France, has been ordered not to preach in public for the next four weeks. We asked Father Francois Schneider to abstain for four weeks from any public speech in the celebrations in which he will participate. A time of silence after. Now listen to the next one and think of the irony of this. A time of silence after the reading of the biblical texts will nourish the faith of the faithful, the diocese declared. Well, if you read the biblical text, you'll find out that abortion is the killing of a human being, and therefore more human beings have been killed in abortion than in World War I. So the hierarchy of the Catholic Church obviously has not read the biblical texts. From Newsmax, Wisconsin Children's Hospital, I put this under Christian because I don't know where else to put it. I could be under morality, but they're taking some Christian's place by doing this. Hiring trans activists as chaplains. 
The premier children's hospital in Wisconsin is now hiring trans activists as chaplains and spiritual care interns. Staff members were first notified of the new hires when flyers were put up that said, meet your new chaplain, Kate Neuendorp. (laughs) Yeah. The flyers then proclaimed Neuendorp's pronouns are she, her, hers, and her fiancés are they and he. Working in a Pediatric hospital is a dream come true, Neuendorp is quoted on the flyer as saying, I'm so excited to be working alongside everyone and am pumped to be part of the team. Think of me as your friendly next door neighbor. However, Neuendorp's Marxist views go beyond pronouns. She seemingly rejects religious doctrines on abortion, transgender surgeries, and same-sex relations. Love Jesus, be gay. Get ordained, Neuendorp wrote on Facebook in June with pictures of herself wearing a rainbow garb. What better way to celebrate pride than being ordained? Many thanks to my church and classes for being willing to stand for queer folks, being included in ministry, and for allowing me to follow God's call. She's going to wake up to a big surprise someday. Some news from the Mideast in Africa now. From Zero Hedge, Sweden seeks to revoke permanent residency permits in migrant crackdown. They've had enough. They've had Their little nation with the lowest crime rate in all of Europe is now the highest. They realize that this thing that they were trying doesn't work, and they've had enough. Zero Hedge, even the liberals in the country are siding with the right on this issue. Zero Hedge, Nigeria. Now, this is a really, really important article, okay? Think of this. This is Nigeria. Nigeria. It's just one little country in Africa. Nigeria limits ATM withdrawals to $45 per day to force government-controlled digital payments. The government is looking to boost digital payments by limiting ATM withdrawals to roughly 45 bucks a day. The previous withdrawal limit was 350 Weekly cash withdrawals from banks are now limited without fee at 225 for individuals and 1125 for corporations. Any amount above this will incur a fee of 5% and 10% respectively. What's more, new rules will take effect on January 9th. They will ban the cashing of checks above $112 over the counter and $22,480 through the banking systems. Point of sale cash withdrawals have been capped at $45. Nigeria. From the JC. Children chant Massacre Jews song at North London School. Now, we had this in America. I reported on it last year. It's happening in the UK. And I, did anybody think that anything's going to be done about this? I will assure you nothing. An Iranian propaganda video in which dozens of children sing a song that references an apocalyptic myth about massacring Jews was filmed at a school just 15 minutes walk from the New London Synagogue in St. John's Wood. In the video shot in the playground of the Islamic Republic of Iran school near Queens Park Station, the children sing about joining 313 mythical warriors in a conflict against the infidels when Israel will be obliterated and Jews killed. Some scenes were also shot at the nearby Islamic Center of England, which is controlled by the Iranian regime and linked to the school. Its recording in St. John's Wood, in easy reach of several synagogues and Jewish centers, has raised serious concerns among the community security officials. Breitbart, French government minister labels Italy 
enemy country over anti-migration policy. We've had enough of these people coming in. We're not letting that boat land here. And this guy says they are the enemy. France's interior minister, Gerald Darmanin, slammed the Italian government, claiming Italy behaved as an enemy country of France after rejecting a migrant taxi that ended up docking in Toulon. Darmanin leveled the accusation against the Italian government during a session of the French parliament, claiming that the Italian government, led by Prime Minister Giorgia Maloney, behaved as an enemy of France for denying the migrant taxi NGO ship Ocean Viking access to a port in Italy although it was, of course, France's decision to bring them to Toulon instead. From Breitbart, Barcelona. Here's why Italy is doing what it's doing. 76% of arrests in first half of 2022 were foreigners in Barcelona. Breitbart, Algerian arrested for sex attack within 48 hours of arriving illegally in Spain. This is why they don't want these people here. I won't say who, but I had some friends that visited Italy. They said, what a beautiful country. We just love it, blah, blah, blah. And they were so, except going to the parks and the migrants there are throwing rocks at the cranes and at the, the birds and they're destroying everything. And it's, it's, so there's this little cancer everywhere you go in this beautiful country. Now, I've never been to Italy, so I can't you know roll my eyes and say how great it is, but I understand it's nice and especially you get out in the country. And the migrants that move out to these places are just damaging everything. Now we got something interesting from Mongolia, from the Smithsonian. World's first swimming dinosaur discovered in Mongolia. At long last, paleontologists have found a swimming dinosaur. This must be huge, like Leviathan or something, in the Gobi Desert. The small swimmer was, oh, only about a foot long and lived in prehistoric <laughs> Mongolia. Despite being a cousin of sharp-toothed predators such as Velociraptor, the new dinosaur had a very different streamlined look and long jaws full of tiny teeth. It is named Natovenator polydontis. Polydontis, anybody? Lots of teeth, okay? The many-toothed swimming hunter. Okay, Daniel prophesied that technology would increase in the end times. From Study Finds. This is great. I love stuff like this. Uh, we've got a doctor in here, and uh, uh, he always, I'm sure, enjoys medical stuff. Here we go. This AI program can predict heart attack, stroke risk within decade using single chest x-ray. One x-ray, and they can tell if you're going to punch your ticket, and then they can fix it. A patient's risk of heart attack or stroke in the next 10 years. This is, it's not coming out in 10 years. It's out now, and it can tell within the next 10 years. I, I don't know if you got that from the title. Anyway, uh, can be predicted from just one chest x-ray by a new computer system. Researchers with the Radiological Society of North America say it combines AI with a standard x-ray to find patterns associated with hardening of the arteries. The technique offers hope that doctors will be able to prescribe vulnerable individuals cholesterol-reducing drugs before it's too late. Our deep learning models offer a potential solution for population-based opportunistic screening of cardiovascular disease risk using existing chest x-ray images. This type of screening could be used to identify individuals who would benefit from statin medication but are currently untreated. 
Current guidelines recommend estimating a patient's 10-year risk to establish who should take statins for primary prevention. This is based on the ASCVD risk score, which takes into account a host of factors. They include age, sex, race, high blood pressure, smoking history, type 2 diabetes, and blood tests. Those scoring 7.5% or more should receive statins. The variables necessary to calculate ASCVD risk are often not available, which makes approaches for population-based screening desirable. Dr. Weiss says, as chest x-rays are commonly available, our approach may help identify individuals at high risk. The U.S. team trained the model, known as CXRCVD risk, to predict death from cardiovascular disease using 147,497 chest x-rays from 40,643 participants in a cancer screening trial. In tests, the system accurately predicted heart attacks and strokes in a group who had routine chest x-rays at Massachusetts General Brigham. About 10% of the 11,430 outpatients suffered a major cardiac event over the average follow-up of just over a decade. The system also identified those who were eligible for potentially life-saving statin therapy. What we've shown is a chest x-ray is more than just a chest x-ray, Dr. Weiss concludes. With an approach like this, we get a quantitative measure which allows us to provide both diagnostic and prognostic information that helps the clinician and the patient. Cardiovascular disease is the world's number one killer, claiming almost 18 million lives a year. And so now they can do this with a single chest x-ray. That's great. That's great stuff. Uh, They said they take age into this accounting. Before we started the update today, we were singing and I was sitting in the pews and I looked at my hand and I realized I have two age spots on my hand. Age is taking over, Charlie Garrett. I can't believe it. I used to be young and handsome, this long curly hair in high school. It's all gone now. I got a little on the side. You know, I haven't cut this hair in over 12 years. It just keeps getting shorter and shorter. Yeah. I mean, it just, it does. It was down to here and now it's just getting shorter. Now this is growing a little bit, but not much. Okay. It's a dangerous world, including the inevitable plagues the book of Revelation prophesies of. From Next Government. More Republicans died. Now this is suspicious. I'm going to tell you something. When I read this, I flipped. Okay. This is very suspicious to me. You do know that when they do a batch of uh, vaccines, it's got a number on it, and they send it out to various locations. I read that a year and a half ago, okay, right when they started this, and they've tracked those vaccines, and they know. Now, listen to this. More Republicans died than Democrats after COVID-19 vaccines came out. When the researchers looked at excess deaths before and after the pandemic, the results were sobering. Not surprisingly, both Republicans and Democrats experienced a sudden uptick in mortality during the first year of the pandemic. While excess death rates were slightly higher among Republicans and Democrats, both were dying at really high rates over this period. The fates of Republicans and Democrats began to diverge markedly after the introduction of vaccines in April of 2021. 
Between March 2020 and March 2021, excess death rates for Republicans were 1.6 percent points higher than for Democrats. So they're close, but they're a little higher. What that means is that Republicans work harder. They have more stress on their hearts, and so they keel over quicker. Okay, I'm certain of that. The Democrats don't work as hard as Republicans. We can make that conclusion. But what happened after the vaccines were introduced? 1.6 percent higher. After April 2021, the gap widened to 10.6 points. That sounds like targeted vaccination to me. (laughs) From Fox News. New Zealand court seizes, I'm sure you heard about this. If you didn't, you need to be apprised of what's going on in the world. New Zealand court seizes custody of dying baby from anti-vax parents who refused to let child have life-saving blood transfusion if the donor was vaccinated against COVID. All they needed to do was get somebody that wasn't vaccinated and they wouldn't let him do it. And they've seized the child from the family. Gateway pundit. Listen to this. Good news. Yeah, it is medical tyranny. Listen to this next one. Gateway pundit. International blood bank for the unvaccinated has been formed with members from at least 16 countries demand for pure blood skyrockets. People understand what's happening out there. Breitbart report FDA plans to lift more restrictions on gay bisexual men donating blood. Another reason to go with your own blood bank, right? Mirror. Anti-vaxxer nurse who jabbed 9,000 with saline instead of COVID vaccine is spared jail. She had to be given a medal. (laughs) Mail online. L.A. warns it could reinstate indoor mask mandate within weeks as COVID cases rise. They've already proven study after study. They have not one study that says these are effective. Not one. They've got hundreds of studies that have come out that say these don't work and they harm you. And we still have people walking up and down the road. You've seen them, haven't you? They're here. They're walking around with these masks on. And they want to be controlled. That's And they want to be more holy than you, so they wear their masks. It makes no sense. In the car by themselves. In the car by themselves with their mask. That's right. Okay, let's see here. Washington Standard. U.S. government data confirms a 143,233% increase in cancer cases due to COVID shots. AMG. Study finds number of athletes who have died suddenly has increased by 1,700% since COVID vaccination began. They're not making a correlation. They're just saying this is a fact. Gateway Pundit. Three runners. Now, this cannot be normal. It's cool out now. It's not hot anymore, folks. Three runners suffer heart attacks, and 125 others require medical attention following Spanish half marathon. That cannot be normal. I didn't look at any statistics, but that cannot be normal. In one half marathon, not even a full marathon, they got pictures of them. They're just bodies lying all the way. One guy's running, he's the unvaxxed guy. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Gateway Pundit. I read that one. Gateway Pundit. Renowned oncologist sends urgent letter calling for end to COVID vaccine program immediately as cancers and other diseases are rapidly progressing in boosted people. That will fall on deaf ears. Gateway Pundit. Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals upholds upholds Air Force personnel's relief from COVID vaccine mandate. 
the U.S. Sixth Circuit Court ruled, here it is, unanimously to uphold a class action injunction protecting Air Force personnel who declined the COVID vaccine from punitive measures. Finally, some good news for the military. Although I will say this, I said this to my friend who's a retired military sitting back here, uh, I think it was Thursday. I have somebody I know that retired about three years ago from the U.S. Air Force. Okay, this is somebody I know personally, I talk to quite often. He retired as a senior NCO. He went to McDill Air Force Base to see the retirement of a person he served with, a chief master sergeant, highest you can go in the enlisted ranks. Okay, this was last week, I believe. He could not believe the difference walking onto that base after three years. He was appalled. People walking around with uh, dreadlocks down the back with the hair shaved on the side. Some not wearing a full uniform. Nobody saying anything about it. No discipline. The chief master sergeant that retired said, I had a person that was in my office for counseling. The person got up and said, I feel uncomfortable with this and walked out. And he couldn't do anything. There is no discipline left, at least in the U.S. Air Force. I don't know about the rest of them, but I can tell you, things are not going well for our military right now. This is a planned destruction of the United States. That was the last bastion of conservatism in our nation, and it is going quickly. Okay, uh, let's see here. Um, Gateway Pundit. Executive Ed Dowd, actuaries continue to see elevated millennial deaths this year since introduction of forced vaccines up 36% in August. That's millennials. That's people younger than me. I should be here for at least another, how many, two. I should be here for at least 25 more years, okay? (laughs) I get three, I'm going to start worrying. Okay, let's see here. Um, Yes, Newsmax. Second participant in Alzheimer's drug trial dies of brain bleed. Second. Now listen to this. Two people have now died from brain hemorrhages that may be linked to an experimental Alzheimer's drug calling into question the medication safety. Two people. Two people. We've got a line of bodies that extends across the world with something else. And nobody's questioning that. Two people. Fox, half of UK's Christmas turkeys are lost to bird flu outbreak. Zero Hedge, 1.8 million chickens slaughtered in Nebraska as bird flu pecks away at food supply. Notice the pun there, pecks away. (laughs) Gateway Pundit, Dutch government to shut down 3,000 farms to comply with global warming goals as food prices see highest increase in decades. Greek reporter, this one is a little worrying I I don't mean to be perverse at all. It's just the article, and uh, this is something that has been reported on a lot of news sites. You may have seen it. Sperm counts drop by 62% worldwide. The analysis doesn't mention possible reasons for sperm declines, but other studies have tied falling sperm counts to obesity, sedentary lifestyles, smoking, and exposure to certain chemicals and pesticides, among other factors. The human race is, I, it may be just that the uh, DNA in Adam is finally wearing out. I mean, I don't know what it is, but I can tell you that this world is coming to an end. Morality is declining, you think? Mail online. Disabled Canadian Army veteran. Oh, before I go on, we got some cookies. The lady right back there went to a party yesterday. She goes every year to a cookie party, and she brought in 
cookies galore. There's millions of them back there. So when we have our, our lunch break, please eat some of those cookies as well. Okay, mail online. Disabled Canadian Army veteran, Paralympian, blasts the government. Now, this is a Army veteran. She was injured as an Army veteran, and she's now a Paralympian, right? Army veteran, Paralympian, blasts government for offering to euthanize her when she complained about how long it was taking to install a stairlift at her home. Government probe found at least four other veterans were also offered suicide. So these people have served the country. They need medical treatment. And what happens? They offer them euthanasia instead. Georgia Star News. Teacher posts that confusing students about gender identity is enjoyable. Fox, Bill Maher, I'm so glad this guy has had his conversion. Bill Maher roasts crazy left for insisting men can get pregnant. It's Ripley's Believe It or Not, he says. From the Daily Caller, Biden administration confirms it wants taxpayers to pay for sex change operations on minors. Breitbart, mother furious after eight-year-old daughter taught about, and I cannot even tell you what she was taught about in a UK school. It is so perverted that if you come up afterwards, I'm not going to tell you what it was. In school, eight-year-old girl, here's what you can do. NBC, same-sex households in the U.S. surpass one million for the first time, data shows. Zero Hedge sounds like Sodom and Gomorrah to me. Zero Hedge, Disney's LGBT kids film Strange World projected to lose $147 million. Okay, we got some other news from around the world. Mail online. The Nutty Professor. White, this guy is an American hero. White University of Central Florida academic is condemned for donning brownface, beard, and fez cap for video lectures on Mideast and North Africa historical figures. So he's just imitating them. And the left is going crazy. Boom. Kenneth Hansen is an associate professor with the school's Judaic Studies program. He also has a website where he promotes himself as Jerusalem Jones. His bio describes himself as passionate about his research of the ancient world. Dr. Hansen carries his ecumenical message beyond the scholarly boundaries. The photos show him dressed more or less as Indiana Jones, which is fine. Nobody seems to have a problem with that. But it's some of his videos that have really gotten him in trouble. In the lectures, he's wearing brown makeup to make his skin look darker, wearing Middle Eastern traditional clothing, affecting an exaggerated beard and voice. He's a hero. He's doing what exactly what we should be doing. If you're going to cook Mexican, you cook Mexican. You don't say, well, this is, you know, a uh, hot dog. <laughs> Zero Hedge. Nigeria's president says West-supplied weapons in Ukraine are filtering into Africa. Now, this has been obvious for a while that this was what's going on. There's a money thing going into Ukraine, and that's going right back into the left in America. But there are weapons that are going into Ukraine, and they're going all over the world. And they're funding, once again, the left in America. The Nigerian government says that foreign-supplied weapons transferred from the West to the Ukrainian government have begun to proliferate in the West African region. 
The illegal arms have begun to filter to the region. An urgent warning was recently issued by President Buhari himself. It marks the clearest confirmation yet that weapons intended for Ukrainian forces are exiting the country in large numbers, precisely as many observers feared, given the billions of dollars worth of arms that have been pumped in over the course of the nine-month war. There's enough weapons that we have sent there that the whole world could have been obliterated 17 times. And yet they're still fighting and nobody, it's just like going back and forth. Something is going on here. Okay. This illegal movement of arms into the region has heightened the proliferation of small arms and light weapons, which continues to threaten our collective peace and security in the region. They don't care. It's Africa. There is therefore the urgent need for expedited collaborative actions by our border control agencies and other security services to stop the circulation of all illegal weapons in the region. It won't happen. Georgia Star News. EPA quietly quadruples regulatory cost of carbon emissions in new war on fossil fuels. The social cost of carbon was first set in 2009 under Obama. Under Democrats, it has been set for most of the last decade at $51 per metric ton. But in a rulemaking notice in mid-November, EPA said it had devised a new calculation that raises that damage estimate to $190 per metric ton by 2022. The figure isn't just hypothetical. If enacted, it could affect everything from the cost of methane regulations and tailpipe emissions to the climate reparations that Biden has committed for the U.S. to paying to poor countries in the future. One of the key litigators said that if the rule stands, it in one day will affect the prices consumers pay on products from the dinner table to the heating furnace. If you think about the fact that they would impose this damage factor, let's say on farmers, because it applies to fertilizer. Fertilizer emits nitrous oxide, so fertilizer is a big contributor. If every family farmer now is going to have to pay more to obtain fertilizer to fertilize crops that feed us, well, what's that going to do to the price of food? If you're industrial, if you use plastic products in anything that's touched by petroleum, it's going to increase the cost of producing those goods. And that's all going to be passed on to the consumer. Georgia Star. ICE is underreporting illegals it releases into the country without tracking equipment by over 7%. No, 18,000%. In an event about ICE's alternatives to detention program, ICE disclosed to attendees that there were 49,459 illegal aliens that aren't monitored with any tracking equipment, while its own website says there are 266. Guess what? Guess what happened after that article came out? The website was updated and they didn't tell anybody. Somebody actually went back and checked and they said, it's been updated. They got caught from CNBC. 401k hardship withdraws hit record high. Vanguard says another sign households feel the pinch of inflation. About 0.5% of workers participating in a 401k plan took hardship distribution in October, according to Vanguard Group. And it's only going to go up from here, folks, which tracks 5 million savers. While a relatively small percentage, it's the largest share on record dating back to 2004. 
Inflation has led prices for food, rent, and a host of other consumer items to rise at a historically fast pace. But withdrawing retirement savings should be among the measures of last resort for cash-strapped households, financial advisor said. It doesn't sound like a lot until you realize that this is unprecedented going back to when they started this in 2004. Zero Hedge. Gloomiest in a decade, U.S. manufacturing surveys tumble into contraction. Zero Hedge, continuing jobless claims, hit 10-month highs as layoffs exploded in November. Zero Hedge, something is rigged. Unexplained record 2.7 million jobs gap emerges in broken payrolls report. It's a great article. It's about this long. I won't read it, but they show you how they robbed Trump when he went in and how they robbed Trump when he went out. Not this article, one that is based on that article, okay, that I brought up about eight, ten months ago, okay? They've taken the numbers now, and my guess is what's going to happen. This is just a guess that this number is going to start getting plugged back in in the next two years, and they're going to say, see, everything was great until the Republicans won the Congress. That's just a guess because they can't hide this much longer, all right? I could be completely wrong on that, but I don't know how they can continue to hide this. Breitbart. Alberta, Manitoba, and other provinces refuse, that means we won't do it, to take part in Trudeau's gun grab. Never would have expected that. Okay, who said it? Adversity makes men, and prosperity makes monsters. (laughs) Victor Hugo. Yeah, he's right. Just look at the world around us. Kenneth Hansen is all about race. So say those that dislike his brown face. Makeup's par for the course, says the UCF source. It's to help students learn no disgrace. Good job, Les. Okay, I got a couple ironies here for you, and then we'll be done. First one, this is ironic. Fox News, Don Lemon says CNN was never liberal insists new boss isn't transforming the network. Yeah. And then from Zero Hedge, Switzerland considers electric vehicle ban to avoid blackouts. Such is the world in which we live. So from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett, and that is your CG Prophecy Report for the week.